Hi, everybody. Welcome to PlayQuest. This is Nick, your host and DM. Just a couple quick things about the audio that you'll hear in this episode. Liz, who plays Drudier, was bitten by a brown recluse. And while she was here for most of the recording, she said nearly nothing while toxic chemicals were racing through her body. She's totally fine. Everything's okay, but you're going to notice an absence of her. We also lost a couple people's audio via their mics and are having to supplement it through their normal computer audio. So that's why you'll hear Bast and Windrill be a little muffled or sound a bit odd. Um, but bear with us, please. I hope you'll enjoy the episode. And without further ado, last time on PlayQuest. I, I mean, we, we honestly, we, we told you everything we know about Griva. How many hands did she have? <laughs> she, had, she had two hands, man. We can't spend any more time. But Hieronymus, Hieronymus could be dying right now. That thing that slashed you could be ripping it to shreds. He did head in that direction. I'm pretty sure. Can, can you track him? Yeah, I could track him. If you track him, I'm coming with you. There's like bigger fish to fry, like the fucking terrifying evil altar that's right in front of us. This thing, this thing from, from the the the, the veil. Is it so? Is it stronger than you? Are you oh saying yeah! That you're oh afraid? yeah! Big time! You only said my name three times, dude. Someone else spilled the blood of an innocent to summon this thing. Some magics are stronger than others. You're going to have to learn that really quick. It, he gores you, Harrison, pierces your armor, uh, and then tosses you off to the side 10 feet away and prone. I am uh, definitely not dead. Yep. Prone because yeah. dead. Well, I'd like to have like to slash him with my sword and then, and then have him explode in a ball of fiery radiant light. Boom. Uh, fiery radiant green. light that's okay on your friends, right? Bass is just happy to be alive. Hi, and welcome to PlayQuest, uh, the game... Look, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sick. You guys can all tell that I'm sick. This is going to be um, one of those kind of episodes. Everything's going to sound like it's in a harsher tone. It's it's worse, and, and, I, and I think that it is. I guess we should ask the, the players that are with me, as always. Hi, I'm Harrison, and I play Bast the Paladin, and I'm totally not eating dinner right now. <laughs> you better not be. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cal, and I play Felix, and I am an elfy urchin. <laughs> I mean, Felix is an elfy urchin, not okay. Keep moving no. on. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I mean, maybe you are. Hi, Chuck. Uh, I'm Chuck. I play Winthrop Pittman. The Elven, the half elf sorcerer, and I'm ready to get out of these woods. And I'm Kyle. I play Ukog, the barbarian, and uh, learning management systems will be the bane of my existence. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's not a thing that Ukog did. So he did it right, right? I mean, so Ukog was, was quoted. All right, anyway. Um, Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next time we'll be welcome to ClickQuest, where we get our words right. Um, <laughs> or we get disadvantage. If that's the goal, then uh, we just all assume disadvantage now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> How's everybody feeling? I, I, I'm not sure. What I remember best is that you said we got to level up once we slept. So yes, yeah. Once you once you have a nappy, <laughs> my motivation to three. sleep is real high. <laughs> yeah, uh, I go to sleep. 
Yeah, you want to bed down right here in the <laughs> So so we all go to sleep around the evil altar. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a hard pass for me, y'all. Let's not do that, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> just sweep the ashes off the altar and uh, curl up. Ugh. Ugh. I also vote against sleeping here. <laughs> it's it's the they're not going to expect us to be here. <laughs> That's because it's a dumb thing to do. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's let's go back, guys. I think. <laughs> I think I've had enough of this. <laughs> Suddenly reasonable when he's in character. Yeah, right. So I want to investigate the the uh, the bones of this bone monster. Okay. And I think last week or many weeks ago, you described him as as having a horns or horns. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got big old like uh, goring horns. You definitely know that because they ran you through and murdered you. Yeah, uh, the, last, it yeah. went through me, and then so, I and then things yeah. went dark for a while. But like, yeah, on a scale of one to ten, how similar to say elk horns do these horns look? Not similar at all. These are horns more like uh, a bull, like right? a, yeah, more like a bull if a bull was like Perfect. unable to hold its that, head up. That is great yeah. news, and Bast is very happy to hear that. In the heat of battle, so you know, it's hard to identify not... bones, but, you know, in the sober light of, you know, cleaning up the pieces, it's good to know that this is, like, a rhino horn or something, and not, like, an elk horn. <laughs> so not uh, a caribou, but bigger, we think. I'm still unclear on what caribou are. Yeah, <laughs> definitely bigger than a caribou. Way, way bigger than a caribou. Cool. I'd also like to investigate, it, I don't know who has it, uh, the, the, this like ceremonial evil dagger. Chuck, the thing that you wrote down as the uh, chaos, dagger. chaos dagger, yeah. <laughs> chaos does, does whoever have that, can I like take a peek at that? It's definitely not me who has it. There is no way I'm carrying a thing called the chaos dagger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who is carrying it then? Oh, who wrote it down? I mean, Colin, you looted the place, so I imagine you That's took true. it. If if no one else would, I did loot. I looted. I looted the body, not the altar. The one time that he says <laughs> he doesn't have anything. <laughs> I, that's very surprising. So maybe it's just still on the altar if no one grabbed it. Sounds that way. Yeah, I think I, I think there's a dagger on the altar that you see. It's, now that no, chaos now that it's been described as a chaos dagger, everyone's like, no, it's definitely not on my character sheet. I swear. <laughs> <All right. laughs> uh, yeah, if it's just on the altar, we'll say it's still stabbed into that body. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna take that. <laughs> you're gonna go acquire it. I'm not gonna pick it up, but I would like to get a, a real close, you know, inspection. I'll, you know, turn it around. I'm not gonna like, uh, sure. take it away from the altar. What is like, um, what does it look like? Is there anything remarkable about it as far as daggers go? Yeah, you've seen this exact blade before. It's it's curved and extremely shiny and extremely thin, um, and is like gold hilted uh, with uh, places where you might put jewels in them, but there aren't any jewels in the dagger now. Um, and it seems to be all like one very solid, small curved blade. It, it looks wicked. I, I mean, this is like a this is a thing that would prolong pain and suffering as opposed to uh, swiftly kill. Oh, well, that's that's pretty disturbing. I'm gonna put it down and sort of back away, disturbed. And I'm gonna uh, sort of like in my hands, I'm gonna like just to self soothe my self self soothe myself. I'm gonna grab my my holy symbol amulet that I wear around my neck and sort of like uh, turn that around in my hands and sort of try and calm down from seeing this disturbing dagger. Huh. 
Bast, what does your uh, holy symbol look like? I think it's just like a simple like uh, amulet I wear around my neck. Uh, I don't think it's in any way remarkable. It's like a shiny rock. I don't know. Nice. Maybe it changes. <laughs> like every time you like look, you pull it out, and it's like a different symbol. <laughs> it's a very unitary like Celtic thing. cross. At one point, <laughs> it's like a yin yang. Right. Like, you like you just discovered half of Cal's necklace options in college. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's oh, true. Man, it's true. I'm, I have no idea where that Celtic cross is, and it it makes me weep tears of sadness. <laughs> I'm sure that my amulet totally doesn't look like the kind of thing that would have fit in the ceremonial evil dagger. Um, oh, that's a good point, right? Because <laughs> was that where we were going with that question? I'm, it's de- definitely not one. I'm going to, if, if people are impo- posing inquisitive eyes while I worry my amulet, I'll put it like under my trap photos clothes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'll, I, maybe it's magical, guys. And Ukog attempts an arcana check. Oh yeah, uh, it's not magical. Uh, and in fact, uh, Kyle, you've seen it before too. Oh, the cha- the chaos dagger. Yep. Oh fuck. Okay, so Ukog is very interested in this dagger now, <laughs> and he is going to uh, kind of look at it and um, pick it up. Well, Bast okay. is interested in Ukog's interest, so we'll pay keen attention <laughs> to how his interest manifests itself. Uh, uh, you, you pick up, you pick up the dagger, and then I mean, I guess it's your choice if you want to like dad joke them or something. They're like, ah, but no, it's totally fine. You're, nothing, nothing bad happens to you. It's just a normal dagger. It seems to be uh, very well balanced, um, heavier on the hilt than the other thing, and uh, totally vicious. This. Uh... This this looks like something uh, that it could be it could be worth something somewhere. Ukog takes a bit of cloth out of his bag and sort of like wraps it up and and puts it in his sack. It's the ritual dagger used in the ritual or or whatever to summon the thing that we just murdered. Yeah, yeah, a ritual dagger. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, I bet you we could still sell it. Uh, <laughs> that would mean we have to take it somewhere to sell it, and that's going to be a no thank you from me. Well, it sounds like it's sitting in in, in old Ukog's back pockets. <laughs> Chuck, hear me out. What if we don't? <laughs> Counterpoint, taking it somewhere to sell it would also mean leaving the forest. Uh. Good point. Something I'm very into. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, let's go. Uh, I, I agree with this assessment. Felix kind of looks around warily and is just like, all right, guys, let's go. And he starts trotting off ahead of the group. And as you start doing that, um, you feel a little tug in your in your cloak. And Reynard, like pops his head up a bit and he says, hey, man, you, you can just like leave that dead body there. And he kind of nudges back behind you at, at like dusters, like dead body somewhere behind you that you looted. Oh, so I got, oh, right, good point. And so I whip around and I'm like, it just occurred to me that uh, there's a dead body that probably needs to be returned to town. What? No, man, I was going to eat it. What? <laughs> oh, uh, that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll help with you. Uh, 
and like I jog back to the body with Ukag and then like actively pick it up and start pulling it. I'm like, come on, let's go. Oh, gross. I don't want to know if they've touched it. Well, I, uh, you know, um, we could also, uh, no, we should take it with us. And then like, I kind of like, like nudge the inside of my coat, just like, well, it's too big for you to eat anyway. You don't know what I can do. <laughs> and he just kind of like cuddles back up under your cloak a little more hidden. It's just like, I don't know how to respond to this. I'm just like, all right, creepy fox. Like, let's go. Yeah. So I'm okay. too small to help with the lifting. That's your all's job. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely. You guys can do this. Uh, um, so <laughs> like he's, he, he, but he is uh, a fairly freshly bloodied still. So you guys get, you guys get a little mucky and gross, but you guys have no problem uh, kind of carrying him back as you guys head back towards the town. So before we head back to town, I'd like to use my lay on hands feature to pump up my hit points because they're very low. Is anyone else feeling pretty rough from that battle? I don't remember if anyone else was gored through the chest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'm feeling pretty hale. Just, just me. Here. I was the only one who got uh, it. I, you can. I've got a couple wounds if you wanna. Take care of them. Well, let's see how many points I actually have to spend here. I've got I've got ten to spend. How many would you like? Uh, I can do with five. You, how are you feeling? Percent? What are you at out of your total? I in the fourth edition, I'd be bloodied. Well, I'm at <laughs> I'm at five out of twenty two. Okay, I'm at eleven out of twenty five. So you need a so more. I'll give I'll give myself seven and three to you. That works. Something like that. Oh man, yeah. That's a thing, by the way. I actually really enjoyed the uh, the the bloody distinction from fourth edition and like it the helps. special rules that would come alongside it. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll definitely keep it in there for monsters. If you guys want to describe yourself as that, that's okay. Actually, I'll, I'll give myself one fewer. I'll save one for a rainy day. <laughs> you know, someone's like gored through the chest, wise by a giant <laughs> horn monster. Like you're gored again. That, that yeah. really, yeah, that really perks you right back up as a. Like, <laughs> little lay on hands. <laughs> this is a weird class feature. It feels like there's not a way to do that. Do this. That's not really gamey. Like it's yeah. Like it's like I've I'm given a, a pool of ten hit points to use. So it feels hard it's to very figure. Abstract. Yeah, it's very like um, it's it's hard to like in the game be like if you could rate how well or poorly you <laughs> feel right now on some kind right. of a scale, and I had some <laughs> limited ability to make you feel better. How much of it should I use on you as opposed to me? Like it's it's um, I don't know how to do that. Clearly, yeah, by the that's way, like, that's like what ethics boards and hospitals do like every day. Uh, <laughs> Bath is not cleared to work on any of those ethics boards with his yeah, intelligence. That's board. right. <laughs> yeah, he's cleared to smash, dude. That's correct. Cleared to smash. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So you, you get some healing in. Uh, yeah, so you guys make the trek back. You guys are beleaguered. It's pretty pretty rough going. And you know that the sunrise is, is maybe only three and a half hours away, about four hours away. Uh, and as you get back, Hieronymus also looks tired and bloodied, and he goes to lay in his little spot near his pail in front of uh, Jesker's uh, pig trough. You're surprised to find that while all the other lights in town are off, uh, Jesker's lights are still on, and you can hear uh, at least soft murmurs of something going on on the other side. Did we get a uh, room at the big straw. Yeah, yeah, you guys all have a comped kind of um uh uh like hostel room, like a, a bunch of bunk beds and cots and stuff that you all share. 
let's uh let's head there. Let's head to the pig's trough. Um. So, I I look at the others. They go. Well, didn't that one guy uh like hire us to do something? And like we found one of them. Right. Maybe we should go like give him the body. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, isn't he at the pig's trough? Uh oh, is he? <laughs> Oh, maybe we can go there first. That's that's at least like last place we saw him. Yeah, he walked in before you guys ran off to the forest and said he was going in, presumably to turn in for the night. Um, and and also uh, like his the investigation wraps up like in the morning. Yeah, I think we ought to go knock on his door, tell him we found the we found uh, Duster, and then we ought to go to sleep. Yep. And Nick, I forgot to ask you this earlier, but when we're leaving. Yeah. Does um, what's our golden retriever friend's name? Did he seem content? Hieronymus? Yeah. Does Hieronymus seem content? Like he ran out into the woods, like to attack something. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. He he's been chewing a part of the bone of the bone monster the entire way back. Sure. And he's now kind of like got that rolled up. Um, content is a hard thing to say. Like he doesn't look like happy. Yeah. No. I, I was just trying to quiet content tired, to like go like home. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, yeah, he's, yeah, he's happy. He like he feels like you guys are safe and, and is going to yeah. lay down. Yeah. Well, I wasn't busy scarfing down pizza. I wanted to make sure to uh, <laughs> be be attending to him because I did want to make sure he came back with us and isn't dying in the evil forest alone. That would make me no, very definitely unhappy. not. No, he didn't take any damage. He's doing good. Uh, he he's bloodied from the fight. But and uh, more importantly, he's not staying out in danger. He's coming back with us, which is yes, which I should have checked that earlier. But it's good to know. Uh, so once you guys enter into the bar, um, I, I guess the first thing that happens is that you notice uh, Jesker's behind the bar, seemingly rubbing his eyes and uh, uh, in front of some like uh, uh, recently cleaned glasses, uh, while those two dwarves are still in the corner of the uh, place, and, and it looks like they're even rowdier than before and kind of like carrying on very drunk. Uh, and but as soon as you guys walk in, and as soon as Winthrop and uh, Ukog walk through the door, they see Duster's dead body. Uh, Jester goes, Egads, boys, are you gonna bring another Duster? Uh, what'd you do to him? Like, he's kind of freaking out, and, uh, the dwarves immediately see that, and they stand up, um, and, uh, and begin sort of sharing, like, oh, what, what happened to the lad? Uh, you got, only Harrison understands that they're speaking in dwarvish, but, um, they seem to be making a, a ruckus as well. Uh, hey, knowing hey. that they're speaking in another language, I, I yell back at them in Sylvan, um, just nonsense words. I'm just like the dog barked and jumped over the moon in Sylvan. Uh, okay, yeah, they look at each other and are and are kind of like Ooh, reason. <laughs> yeah, they, they make a cuckoo sound and then begin uh, shouting for for answers. In in Dwarvish, I'll uh, tell them uh, that it's it's kind of a good news bad news scenario. Uh, good news: we found one of the missing people, Duster. Bad news: not so much in an alive state. Yeah, Jesker, you see his head drop. The the dwarves at the side, they they actually kind of walk over, and one of them pats Duster on on the the head, and he kind of barks out in common like "Good lad," and they they shake their heads and and quickly go back to to drinking as they pour themselves like another round of ale uh, in in a less merry way. Jesker says, "There's there's no one to bury him, just like Ingus," and and he sighs and says, "Bring him on to the back, boys." Yeah, I'll, Winter, I'll... we can. Bring him back and uh, let them explain it. I guess. Do we trust them enough to explain? Oh, good. Well, um, I think I, I think I trust Bast enough. He'll set him straight. And Drew Deer as well would know. 
Sure, the the old one. Yes. So, so the only one you don't trust is Well, Cal. well. Hi. <laughs> Cal, we have a very, or I guess not Cal, uh, Felix, we have a very important task for you to go run, do something over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what is it? What do I do? Go get us all uh, beers, please. He thinks that you're trying to be his friend, so he's actually super excited. So he, he like, kind of mutters to himself, and it's like, oh, Reynard, thanks for looking up for me. Let's go get some beers. And in the spirit of, like, friendly camaraderie, I like to say, but it's really important to me that I have a tasty drink. So could you ask the bartender for all of the various drink options? And being a half-elf like myself, I'm sure we have similar sensibilities. So you can just pick amongst all of the options he lists what seems most appropriate. But <laughs> make sure you, you know, get the, the finer qualities of each one and pick out what would be the tastiest drink for a half-elf to sort of, you know, have after a harrowing night. So I would like to ask for a tornado. I kind of look at him and be like, well, I mean, I think the best drink is maybe one where you don't have to decide, just one, so... Okay, uh, Jessica just gestures around to the side. He says, we got only a few drinks here. My own personal uh, ale that I made. Um, uh, he says, and uh, a bit of mead and some various bottles of wine. Help yourself, son. Just just tell me what happened. Uh, and he actually pulls up bar stool. He comes around the bar and he sits down. Uh, kind of uh, head in hands and just kind of looks at you guys uh, seriously, but son, serve yourself. Oh, I got he it. He said as he gestures behind the bar. So I'm going to go behind the bar, Nick, while everyone is talking to him and slowly make a drink of all of the alcoholic beverages mixed together. You do that. It takes a little while. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, it's, it's a good, it's a good like scene setting as you, as you are grabbing various bottles and, and, Tugging it into the. I just uh, imagine he he views it like alchemy. He's just like, oh, and just this much, like, <laughs> sorry. It is indeed chemistry. You do. Do that, you throw yeah. in any like cocktails uh, style <laughs> bar tricks? I try. I probably spill some. I can roll, Nick, if you really want me to. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, no, 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 you... not yet. I, I do. I do actually. Actually, I do. I want you to make a general wisdom roll for me. Uh, boop. Yeah, while you're back here doing this. That is a hit? crit, a dead. Okay, so um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what happens uh, while you... So you are you are back there making a concoction, um, and I think Renard, like, slips in and is like, oh, man, oh, I love this stuff. I'm the hooch on this side. It's so good. And he begins giving you directions about how to, like, mix some of the things very, very carefully. And see oh, that's uh, awesome. And I'll tell you uh, sort of what the, co- what the consequence of all this is in a minute. Um, okay. okay. Yeah, but Jessica wants to know what's going on. From, I guess, Drew Deer and Bast. <laughs> from, from you guys. Yeah, he, he looks at you imploringly now. What do you think? I mean, just just tell me what you think happened to him. <laughs> just tell me anything about my friend. He appears to have been killed. We can say that much for certain. Uh, I think now he's, he's actually getting a little suspicious of you guys, and he begins to stand to his feet. Um, and he doesn't look all that hobbled, actually. He, he kind of stands up straight, and, and, and he says... Did you kill Duster? Did you find him like this or did you kill him? Tell me now. What? No, we found him like this. Why would you think we killed him? Because you guys are so bad at this. I'm actually going to make him do an insight check to see if he believes you. Um, okay, yeah. So he 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 insights you and you guys are being totally honest. And he's like, okay, okay. The the, the boy was nearly turned inside out. What, what could have done it? You hear like from the back like, 
Hey, don't forget to tell them about the terrible monster that gored our friend super bad. <laughs> well, there was definitely a terrible monster. I don't know if that could have been what killed him, but there was totally a horned skeletal beast monster that we ran into. What? He was not a nice guy. I like like try and like lift my armor in the right way to show how I like had recently been like gored through the center of me. Uh-huh. So like that. He, oh he got, he, yeah, he, oh, yeah. He, he nicked me <laughs> a little bit your... right in the center spot. Luckily, you... <laughs> yeah, what kind of armor do you have? Is it leather? Or is it like I think it's chain. Oh yeah, so like it, yeah, it, it like toward the, yeah. He like shows you, and he like looks at you and sees it out the other side too, and he says, "What? Yes, yeah, chainmail. People tangled up in. What have you brought here?" And 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 he says, uh, let, "I've got to look at the." And he just takes off towards the back uh, where uh, Ukog and um, Winthrop are. Cal, here's the first thing you get out of your natural 20. While you were making this drink, you're still busy making it. You do notice something else behind the bar. A, a very large and well-polished broadsword lays o- over the top of a shield. Uh, they both look very, very heavy, and they are, like, sitting just underneath in a kind of, like, area behind the bar. Hmm. So you do notice that, but I'm going to smash cut, actually, over as Jessica runns into the back. What are you guys doing with the body, Ukog and, and, Win- and Winthrop? Just kind of... Putting it back there with the other one. Yeah. Um, actually, and while we're doing that, um, Ukog wants to like sort of look at Winthrow and look around. He says, uh, so I think I've seen this dagger before. Yeah, you guys have time to talk before he gets there. So yeah. If you oh. just like set it, set, if you unceremoniously set his body down next to Ingus's behind the curtain, yeah, you guys have got time. You mean like. You mean like before it was stabbed into that body? Uh, yeah, way before. Where was it stabbed into another body? No, not not when I saw it. Who had the dagger when you saw it? I, I, I don't know. I don't know who it was. Where? Uh, but you have to believe me. It was them. It was him. Wait, who is? Them, him. It was uh, the man. It was the man. He had the dagger. Which man? The robed man. Did we? We didn't see a robed man, right? No, we found a robe, but yeah, uh, I was gonna say you, you, oh. can, you can show. I presume, presumably, you still have that hood on you there. You can show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was from. Um, yeah, from Callan. Yeah, you showed us that, but that was from your part of the like the investigation adventure. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, you mean the one? You mean the man? that had the robe before. Yeah. Um, and it, Nick, I'm going to roll a perception check to see if I can hear the uh, bartender. Sure. Yeah. Up. You definitely don't hear him. Okay. So I'm just going to keep talking then. Yeah. Uh, so six. Yeah. Yeah. I rolled a six. Yeah. So uh, it, this, this robe, I saw it on a man in a, a wagon in the forest. He had this dagger. You have to believe me. I mean, I mean, I do. There's although there's, the amount of times you say you're saying that you have to believe me is a little bit suspicious. Listen, I this is just it's hard for me. I I don't I trust you over all the others, and that makes sense. <laughs> well, clearly, I um I put my my hand on. I kind of like reach up and put my hand on his shoulder. Listen, Ukag, if if there's something that you can't tell me. You don't have to tell me, but 
I don't know, maybe you can share, it sounds like you know something about who might have killed Duster. And, you know, even if you don't tell us, like, we got to find him. Um, so Ukog, will, a little single tear, like, rolls down Ukog's face. And he's like, oh, that's, that's the part that doesn't make sense. Duster doesn't make sense. Because what I saw, it was children. Oh, well... We know that Duster lost his kid, and maybe he was out in the woods looking for for his kid. Maybe and he I was think, looking I for nothing. I think Naga. your eyes are kind of like now drawn back to the door as you look back over where the forest was, and you can see like Je- Jessica and his silhouette uh, standing there. You're not exactly sure how much of the conversation he's heard. Whoops. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, depending on what Bast and Drudy or you guys want to do, you can either be running it behind or still out at, at the bar. So uh, he says, "Kids, ah! what are you talking about?" Uh, and he sees the the robed uh, thing in your hand, and he immediately asks, "Where did you get that? Where'd you find it?" Do you wait? Have you seen this before? He like looks around carefully, and he's like, "I don't. Yes, I killed. I killed the man that wore it." Where is it? Where's his body? Back out deep in the forest. That that was son. That was near. That was weeks ago. Uh, it's it, if if it's not mostly rotted, I, I couldn't bring it back to where we buried him. Uh, we were trying to get rid of it. He's he's not the only one. Yeah, I I reckon as much. It takes something a little bit more than one kind of fella to to scare Griba like he did. And he begins to nod, and he looks down at Duster and them, and he says, "Come on." Yeah, I guess you guys can go uh, start heading back to the front then if you guys want to rejoin him or if there's anything else you want to do back there. He's Jessica's willing to kind of come clean. He kind of wants to know what's going on with the town. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. Uh, Ukok's pretty, at, at this point, pretty interested in sort of ending his conversation with Ouch, Michael. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I, I head back in with him as well. In the meantime of this conversation, you've all you've noticed is a sword, and uh, Reynard has finished giving you instructions uh, about uh, how to mix uh, a very uh, potent drink. Um, uh, it's it's swirling in the cup with many many different colors within it, and it seems to almost give off a, a quasi magical glow. Oh man, I am pumped! Uh, so I bring it back to uh, the group, sort of like beaming, and it's go. Well, look what I made. It looks fantastic. I bet it's the best drink uh, that you can get here. Perfect. So I, I first, I, I hand it uh, or bring, bring some over to, uh, to Bass and be like, well, this, this, this is so, this, this is probably what I would want to drink, you know, given that we're all both uh, half healthy, you know, right? Uh, so, uh, you know, maybe try it. Uh, I would like to attempt to down it in one. Oh, <laughs> uh, roll disadvantage. Make a constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Yes! Oh. <laughs> Who could have guessed? This is so unexpected. <laughs> oh, no! That'd be a four, man. You do, you do, Harrison, you do completely down it in one gulp. And, it, and you begin to feel a sour taste in your mouth and in your stomach. And that's all that happens for now. Like a, like a good sour or a bad sour? Oh, a bad sour. A bad sour. Yeah, it's like a sour, like a sour stomach, like someone's poured garbage into you.
did you happen to try it before you passed it off to on me? Oh yeah. Come on. Hey Felix, it's rude to hand somebody else a drink and then not drink it yourself. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's it's delicious, and so I tip it back and take a swig. Uh, there's none left. Harrison drank it all. You oh, you right. have some of his backwash. Wait, wait. Ew. I thought you made yeah. us drinks. So you only made one. Yeah, I thought I was making more than one drink. I, I thought. Oh no! You, yeah, no. Sorry, it took. It, you got a critical success and advice from a magical animal to make a, a a fantastic drink. You only had the skill to make one in that amount of time. Oh, so I guess I, I look at Bass and I'm just like, well, I just, uh, you know, you really needed to. Uh, I just wanted to make something that you would like. Uh, you know, um, I didn't have time to make all of them. I can make more. That's okay. I, I'm not sure if it's worth it. <laughs> it wasn't incredible. Bernard says you better you better make more, man. You gotta start. You gotta stop giving away my food and drink, dude. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, well, I mean, I, I can definitely make more, and I will not be eating uh, rotten human corpses. What, what did you just say? <laughs> Please don't do that, or assume. I think we all assume that just, you have done that. Just because they're just because they're in the food cellar doesn't mean that. You can eat them. Felix, is that the flavor profile you were going for on this drink? <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying I'm not going to do. It's not what I was looking for at all. What an odd thing to say. Why would you say that? <laughs> well, I just, you know, I mean, some people might want to do that, and I think it's kind of weird. Who wants to do that? Uh, you know, like, uh, people who do that. I don't know. Uh, excuse me. And I, like, I, like, walk away <laughs> back towards the bar. Sure. Uh, Reynard won't help you this time. If you want to make a wisdom check again to see if you can recreate the drink from memory, then, uh, go right ahead. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, that's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> that's an eight. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely think you do as you begin mixing the same drinks as, uh, Reynard Snickers. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, I, I then provide it to Reynard to drink. Oh yeah, don't worry. We'll we'll get there. Okay, okay. Now that you've had your 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 drink fun, I guess Jessica says it seems like we need to figure out what exactly happened here because friends, you don't have a great alibi and the sheriff's upstairs looking for this these particular bodies. Oh, well I mean he he like sent us out to find him. I mean, of course we came back if he with him if he was dead. I mean, it seems like a pretty good alibi to me. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh the existence of a giant bone monster and a guy who's turned inside out as if he was killed by a bone monster does seem like a pretty good alibi. Uh, did anyone else see this besides you? Yeah, all of us saw it. That's that's, that's <laughs> what six six witnesses, five witnesses. We like we don't know we don't all know each other. We were all independently summoned here. You think we were like all independently brought here to help find this person? And somehow then we, like, I don't know, are all in cahoots to, like, secretly actually find him alive and then kill him and then bring him back to the bar dead? I'm very confused here. Uh, he says, you don't really understand a lot about frontier justice, do you? I I really do not. Yeah, he, he says, listen, there's a sheriff upstairs that needs a case solved. Uh he's going to go with the most likely target. When he came in here tonight, he said he reckoned the, the, the people had moved on uh, and he was going to report that and continue his search for the half-orc Griba. Now, part of that's proved false. What do you think he's going to do? Stall his investigation or haul one of you in? Oh, you know, what we could do is just, you know, um, 
take him out and uh, beat him a little bit and then tell him not to, right? No. Uh, you should... I mean, right. I mean, like, you know, when I did things that people didn't like in the city, it was what they did to me. They would beat me or threaten to shake me. I mean, like, that's normal, right? I mean, it does seem normal for people to beat and shake you. (laughs) But you can't do it to sheriffs. Well, why not? Uh, Consequences. You get you end up getting the one you're the one who ends up getting beaten and shaken in the long run. I mean, all right. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if he's the guy that's got to, like, you know, arrest us or whatever, he can't really arrest us if we get him first. Well, I mean, I don't think we need to get him, but, I mean, there are five of us and one of him. I mean, I don't know what the frontier justice is, but, like, I've got at least one great sword that says that, like, we're definitely not getting frontier justice. Hey, <laughs> J- Jessica, Jessica pauses for a minute and he says, friends, listen, just a moment here. Are you... Are you talking about... I, I'm not saying the man's a good man, but has he done something worth killing him for? Definitely not, and no one here is going to be killing the sheriff. I think we can all agree on that, and I give everyone a... I give specifically uh, Felix a look straight in his eye. Right. We're definitely not going to shank him. And then I wink. J- Jessica says, I-, I won't stop you one way or another. I've-, I've got no dog in this race, but I do want to know what is happening to my people. Jessica, I was not, definitely not for a second, advocating murdering him. Uh, it-, it seemed to me like you were stressing that he was going to try and unjustly imprison one or more of us, which was very confusing yes, that would, to me. That would definitely be right. And, yes. and I was just <laughs> saying that if things came- went that direction, frontier justice style that uh, we would be within our rights to defend ourselves from. Well, I mean, he would just be bringing you in to, to further questioning back at uh, either Luft or, or somewhere else close by that, that had a, a fortified area. Well, no, I don't, I don't think I'd agree to something like that. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't have agreed. You're right. I don't know if it's still a crime punishable by death, but, you know, to each his own. That's our philosophy out here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, maybe we should... Maybe we should all just like get a night's sleep and uh, talk talk more about this in the morning. Like specifically doing talking rather than anything else. At that moment, you guys hear a creak on the stairs as you see uh, the sheriff walk down. He says, yeah, a good night's sleep is what we all deserve and should be trying to get. But it sounds like y'all have something you want to tell me. Uh, at that moment... Uh, Harrison Bast is overcome with the urge to vomit projectile style. You may choose someone else in the room to vomit on. Oh, can I, uh, can I make a check or something to see if I can make it to a bathroom? Come on. No, you you made a, you critically failed <laughs> your constitution check of a magical booze. It's got to be the sheriff. God. <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's actually perfect. Uh, you. <laughs> all over the sheriff on his nightgown and he wipes it off his face uh and that's a roll call for today <laughs> just with vomit all over the town sheriff yeah <laughs> yeah remember when this Excellent. was supposed to be a lovecraft style uh, thing? i don't think we know how to do that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh, we'll see um again thrills uh three plot points up for grab you guys have, no one has said out loud like connected the dots about what has happened to any of these people just yet um, I will say that you've got enough information to at least figure out 
at least definitely figure out one. You should have enough to figure out two. That's right, yeah. Let's talk just a minute here and see if we can puzzle out a few things. Yeah, put so, together. Yeah, so we know, well, we think that Jesker killed one of these robes a, a couple weeks ago, which was probably the, the time that Noggin disappeared, somewhere around there. No, Noggin also only disappeared, uh, he disappeared three days ago. Okay. I do know that he said that um, it would take a lot to scare Griva off. Um, so there was, they were up to something that scared Griva off. So she must have discovered what was going on and then either got scared off but how would he know that they scared her off? I think Griba, I think Jesker and the sheriff are some of these robes. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that Griba found out and yeah. they either disappeared her or she got smart enough to run off. They, no, they said they killed one a couple weeks ago. I bet you Griba's the one buried out there. Well, they no. They said they killed a robe, right? No. So that's what they said. Just just to be oh. clear, me and Kyle learned in our session with the kids that there was a guy coming around with a little more interest in the kids than he ought to have had, and then that he wouldn't go away, and that we were explicitly told that the bartender and then maybe someone else were involved in making sure that guy was no longer a threat. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what you're yeah, he and yeah, what was Jesker and Griba killed that guy because he was uh uh showing particular interest in in like the kids around town. Yeah, he was a creep. In a, in a, in a yeah, in a in an unwholesome way. But that would I mean that would insinuate that um that Jesker was not in on it. Yeah, exactly. If he's not lying about that. Well, we heard that right. from the, the kids, to be fair, right? Oh, that's right. That's right. So the kids did say they took the guy out. And you had, you had paid them at that point. You have no reason to believe they're lying. Yeah, just to remind you during these things, insight checks are a thing. You guys are welcome to do them anytime. Oh, yeah, I want to do that then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll it, baby. Oh, that's an eight. All right, never mind. <laughs> you puke. Not very insightful. <laughs> That's a 12. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not going to do it. It's better than 8. It, it is, <laughs> but not by much. It's 150% of your roll. Uh, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, it's not a very good argument. Um, what are you insighting? I mean, what do you want to know? Oh, like, like, you want to remember? Like the, oh, like, I mean, you can't insight in the past, but yeah, I mean, sure, with a 12, Kyle, you don't think they're lying. Like, if you want to insight, I was talking about as we move forward. If you want to, like, insight anything Jesker just told you or something, you can do that. That can count for that. Yeah, you believe he's telling the truth. Though he hasn't, he hasn't disclosed a lot of information. So we, th we think that uh, Jesker is telling the truth about killing that guy. Um, I don't think that he's telling the truth. Otherwise, why would he have been so, like, the sheriff's going to get you? Right. I think that was just him assuming that the sheriff was, like, not the worst person, but, like, 
was interested in his own skin enough that he wouldn't mind like you know like you know just like real life you know just like i need i need to pin it on somebody you know like you know like so i don't look right. bad maybe yeah hmm. all right gotta get that conviction yo it's really, well, it's really impossible to know without you know unsheathing swords and just you know going <laughs> to town <so. laughs> right 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 so this has been uh, Play PlayQuest. Thanks for playing with us. And tune in next time to find out if the gang gets frontier justice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's good. Good use of good use of the uh, the verb there. All right. Uh, see you guys next time. Bath assumes okay. that's the correct way to say that. It's it's a new word for him, but that seemed right. If you're not super duper grossed out. Then join us next week on PlayQuest, where we still try to figure out the mystery. Maybe I made it too hard for them. I don't know. And if you're picking up what we're putting down, that is, you're enjoying what we're doing here on PlayQuest and you want to see us keep doing some more, there's a few ways that you can reach out to us to let us know. First of all, leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Tell a friend. You can reach out to us on Twitter at PlayQuestPod. That's our handle there. And you can also email us at playquestpod at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you about literally anything. And we want to give a big thanks to our audio engineers, Dave and Kevin, for making the creepy music that you hear in our intro and outro. Thanks for listening. Good night.